Ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, 48 minutes after the hour. It's currently 55 degrees in our listening area. You are listening to WNRP. I will be your host this evening, Matthew the Bloodbath Baronets. Joining us this evening, Andrew the Minnow Krull. Welcome to the show again. Good evening. So how how do we make a petition to get his, his call sign changed to Amish? <laughs> Because I have, I have, I have the, oh brother, cousin, brother. Because I have, I found the picture the other day, and it's really, really weighing on me to put that on Facebook. I don't care. <laughs> Sarge says fired it's up. It's funny as hell, dude. Sarge says fired up. It's so perfect. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and and last but not least. Aaron, the Coach Crawl, welcome back to the show. Hi, everybody. We're back. We're recording. Yeah, we are My back. My goodness. It has been so long since long. we recorded. Uh, we had that last double backer, and this has just been dragging on trying to get another one in. I have um, really been scraping from the bottom of the barrel. There, there's there's so much stuff I have to sift through that everything's already been talked about, and I kind of want to do some of the things that haven't been, and that's so tough to do with with everybody else's ideas out there, and I don't want to double up on that. What was that? Uh, that is the, the wife, ECM. That is the wife. Uh, engaging the ECM car stall. (laughs) (laughs) That's the command, the command suite going live. Eagle (laughs) active beagle probe, ECM C3. That's That's why all those Raven pilots talk so loud. There's so much white noise. Why? And they always wonder where it comes from. It's always an ambush. Yep. It's always an ambush. But I love my wife dear, so she'd be happy to come in and probably have a drink and relax. Cool. Well, no, it's I sorry guys. It's just been oh, there's been so many things going on. I mean, not just like in our lives, but like everywhere else, it's just been, it's been hard to like get together and just record and it will go into why it's been so difficult, but, uh, it's, it's good to, to finally get an episode going. I will say that we're almost turning into arbiters yeah, and that's bad. We gotta, we gotta fix that. <laughs> Nothing against arbiter. He's done a great job. Just we're, we're better than this. So. Yeah. Are yeah. we drifting? Are we drif- drifting from the mission? We're drifting uh, from the mission. We we have, but we're back on it now. So I think we're RTBing. Okay. Good. We're RTBing. Whatever that means. Return to base. Oh. Go back See, to our central you guys, line. You guys and your freaking military talk, and then the us acronyms? civilians. Us civilians just sit here and we're like twiddling our thumbs because we don't want to sound like civilians. And we're like, oh yeah, yeah, RTB baby. No, that's fine. Roasted tomato bacon, right? Mm. Sure. <laughs> we had to learn that one time, too, and we got yelled at by our drill instructors until we got it right. 
Uh, well, <laughs> at least it's a lot nicer now. There you go. So, anyways, on with the mission. On uh, with the mission. How are we doing on our statuses for WNRP? I I think the the, the regiment has grown. Okay, I I probably should have listened to the last episode before we did this because I I don't know where we last left off. Was it the was it the very creation of it? Did we have like I think it was. Do we have Alpha and Bravo done? I think so. Because we now have Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, uh, Delta, Easy, and Fox. Yes. And we have an entire battalion of Armored Division. And when I say there's six companies and then another division of Armor, that literally means that I think there's 70 people that have physically told me that they want to be signed up for this. These, these aren't proxies. These are literally people from the Wolfnet Radio Podcast Facebook page that says, yes, sign me up. And I want to play. And I want to smash play. and grab and plunder. Right. Um, it has been crazy. Uh, the last month, we started our missions three weeks ago, I think. And it was just, oh my goodness, it has been, we started the Discord channel. Um, for anyone who's listening, please, please join our Discord channel. It's a super fun time. There's a ton of guys in there. There's a lot of battle tech talk going on. Um, There's a lot of help, too, because any 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 issues we run into or if somebody else is having trouble or if they're, they got questions yep. or if they, they want to learn something new, there's, lo- there's a plethora of of references and people that come from different walks of life that are awesome and diverse and just want to have fun. And that's yeah. the main thing is we want to have fun. And I think we nailed the, the nailed the head on the hammer or whatever the saying is um, that, man, we have so many knowledgeable people on that discord channel right now. And it's just, it's all passionate battle tech people. Um, they're just, they're in this for fun. I mean, it's not a big competitive thing, but it's, it's just fun. It's people getting together that normally wouldn't have, um, oh my goodness. So many good friends of like the relationships are already building. It's, it's crazy. Awesome. Good. The competitiveness has, has been trying to deal with the bots that we create. I mean, princess just kicks the crap out of us occasionally. Uh, Yeah. And, and to tell you the truth, there are more people signing up to play the opposition against uh, you know, their, their fellow mech warriors, which is, which is so much more fun because it's, it's more people playing the game. Um, and it's not a bot that's just going to spin in circles or jump into the big right, uh, giant right. swamp hole. I it, mean, uh, using tactics against us is just so much more fun. I wish I, I could I, I wish I could play all the ghost bear Op four if I had a choice and an option. Right. Um, I, I just can't like this. This just got huge, and and don't get me wrong, I love it, but at the same time, it's like whoa! <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a. We must have hit something that everyone wanted to be a part of because everyone's having fun with it. Um, everyone's having a great time. We just had our first officers meeting last night. Which, if you would have told me a month ago we were going to have an officers meeting, I would have told you you're crazy. But um, 
it was super, very helpful, very awesome. All the players, even the people who aren't like playing it, they still on Facebook are like, oh yeah, I got, I got like the MVP point or like, and, and the guys writing the battle reports are doing such a good job. Like you feel like you're there. Yeah. Um, there's some really talented people. We've got some really good people that can write up some really good act- after action reports. And, um, for anyone listening right now, that's not a part of the Wolfnet radio podcast, Facebook page, definitely hit us up, uh, join the page. Cause there's so much fun, awesome, uh, fiction slash battle reports. Uh, it is, it is super fun. Uh, just reading all of them. That's like my favorite part of the morning is reading battle, battle reports. So their tenacity and creativity is coming out of the woodwork. It is, like, just like you said, it's so awesome to see imaginations run wild and put that into a, you know, painting us a picture. What happened? And yep. did you learn anything? And what do you want to do better next time? And it's it's great. And I, I think one of the other really gravitating points about this whole thing is it's not competitive. It's cooperative. Um. A lot of us treat this game as, oh, I'm going to go against you, and I beat you, and I did this, where there's a huge camaraderie coming together. Like, there's the classic, like, hazing and razzing, you know, this lance or this company didn't do well this mission. So it's like, ah, you know, sorry, Drew, but I'm going to pick on Alpha. (laughs) 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 Um, Alpha lost two of their first three missions, and... uh, and Delta kind of kind of hazes them a little bit because <laughs> Delta's got a pretty good record right now, but it's it's all in fun. Everyone's having a great time with it. Um, like players lose a mission, they're like, "I want, I want in, I want to go back in." Like <laughs> we're gonna go get these guys. Like screw those bears, we're going in there. And and so uh, no, it's it's all fun. Um, there's just a huge great community building right now. Um, just for a heads up for any new listeners or anyone who hasn't signed up yet right now, we literally have a full two battalions of, uh, of mechs full. And we're, we're thinking about expanding. Um, right now we're going to do probably a reserve or a home guard list. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be creating any new company soon, but that doesn't mean that they won't have uh, missions or that a company can't pick up or cherry pick from home guard to, uh, to help out on a mission here and there. Um, so if you guys are, are, are looking for something, um, it's not super uh, time consuming. Uh, if you don't play every week, that's not a big deal. Um, your character will be played, uh, which is the big thing. So you're not going to miss out on, you know, getting points or, or progressing through the deal. Um, I don't even care about points. Yeah, I was just going to say the, the whole points thing was just a, that's a whole carrot and stick thing. Anyway, yeah. I just, day, I just it have, really doesn't matter. I think my, my pivotal primary goal is to either not blow up <laughs> every yeah. game or at least get someone to the next step. Like, Hey, I'm gonna cover and destroy this. It'll probably get blown up in a process, but I'm just gonna, you know, draw their fire and get you to the next, you know, LZ. And that's pretty much about it. 
Well, and that's that's one of the beauties about this system is that like we have a we have probably have like 20, 30 guys in the in the regiment right now that don't get to play. Like they just don't have the time. They're way too busy or they're this. But they're in like Bravo second or Bravo uh, uh, second Lance. That's their Lance. They've got their Lance commander and you know, they get to see their name in the battle report and how well they did. And they feel like they're a part of it. Like, even though they didn't participate, they're still like, that's me, man. And everyone congratulates them on, you know, Hey, good job. You know, even though it was all played by somebody else, it's still, you know, it's, everyone's slapping each other on the back and giving them high fives and stuff like that. And, good and, stuff. Uh, and like I said, it no, all comes I, down. I, I want to say, I mean, I appreciate everyone that we have that is active and they're playing. Um, you want to talk about the epitome of the, you know, our, our tenant of don't be a dick. Um, I thought we were going to change yeah, the phrase to that. We have great guys. We have great guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, okay, so Andrew brought it up, and um, I'm going to steal this from uh, one of the very, very first, uh, the, the first X Wing world champion. Um, Doug Kenny. Good analogy. And he had a very good saying. He said, um, play the game to where you know five years down the road that you will be able to play another game with that guy without hesitation. You know, yeah. put your put yourself in the situation where you'll never have to worry about not being able to play with that guy again. Yeah, definitely don't burn bridges. If anything, build spans to more people. Right. So it, it just it just expands on it's a better you know, way of putting putting our, our our philosophy around how you conduct yourself when you play. Right. Conduct yourself like you're gonna play that guy again tomorrow. You know, don't <laughs> I mean, it's it's super easy to just say, you know, don't be a dick. Um, in in X Wing, it's called fly casual. Yes, so if we can if it. if we can come up with you know um, a saying similar to that, if anyone has any any uh, ideas or or you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That's what I want. That's a challenge. Someone come up with a model. There you go for. We want we want a motto we want a motto a motto similar to uh, like a fly casual kind of mentality. So if you can think of something like that compared to BattleTech, uh, post it on the WNRP Facebook page and you'll win a cookie, <laughs> 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 or maybe something special. I don't know. I was maybe. just reading reading in one of the old the old BattleCore books, um, and they kept. Uh, was it Mohan, one of the writers, said he kept he kept describing the the beginning gate run of a like an assault mech like he began to lope or lope lope. So if you come up with a descriptive saying for like an assault mech or a mech starting to lope casually, <laughs> or crush crush vehicles or feral creek casually, step lightly. <laughs> oh, but carry an AC twenty. Step lightly, but carry a big stick. 
I still think friendship missiles should be probably in there. Well, always send your missiles with friendship. <laughs> you got that right. He did plenty of that when we played him. F and F. F and F. And, and who, was that glorious, who was that glorious man? It wasn't that a was glorious there. fan. That was uh, he was a CSO artist. God yeah, and Daddy. What's his name? <sighs> Starts with an A. <laughs> is it Andre? No. Oh, this is killing uh, me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> Weren't we going to have him on as a guest? Well, we were. Until <laughs> he decided we couldn't remember his name. I'll get it. He'll think of us. Augustine. 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 There you go. I knew it'd come to you guys. Stabbing myself with a pen here. (laughs) As long as you don't click it. (laughs) Click it or wicked. Yeah. Fire fire for friendship. (laughs) F and F. Fire friends. Fire for friendship. But anyway. Friendly uh, friendly fire isn't so friendly. (laughs) Just just to wrap up um, the regiment. it's many, it's going it's going gangbusters, guys. Uh, it's super fun. I, I I encourage anyone who, even if you even if you don't have time to play BattleTech, like even just just throw me your mech or your favorite mech, the variant and your name and your nickname, your call sign, and we'll put you in. Like you can jump in whenever you want. That's the great thing about this. Well, the fun thing that's happening as of late is is that even if you can't play or you have very limited time, jump on the Discord channel. Seriously, we have people playing every night. Ding! Who's dinging? You can can play an op for any night of the week. Um, Yeah, yeah. If you're looking to get games in, this is the place to come. They got guys that are playing damn near every night. Oh, I do want to give a huge shout-out to – I want to make sure I get this – this company, I believe it's Delta Third Lance, right? I think it's Delta Third Lance. Give me a second. Um, Lance Spin Commander. Yeah, I got to get the roster. Give me a second. It's coming. It's right here. Computer, work faster. <sighs> don't do that. That's annoying. No, don't do that. Oh, God. Who's dinging? Who's dinging? Who's dinging? That's me. I think Tommy's hitting the channel. There it is. Uh, Second Battalion, Delta Company, Third Lance, Lieutenant Ben Doc Fialco, Lewis McKenzie, Charles Elderworm, Neil Eichard, Brian Tinman Miller. They play the tabletop game over <gasps> over the Discord channel. <laughs> and they they both have the same maps. No way. And, and they yeah. they move. They 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 like type in what facing they go, what they rolled, uh, where they're going, and it's it's so funny to see the the Delta text chat just explode into like you know when they're playing, you know when they're playing because it's just, it's it's seven miles long. That is just, awesome. It's it's fantastic. So, uh, you I, guys, I, get, that that Lance gets kudos for the month. I, I wish they would just pick up a couple of headsets so they could go on the voice yeah. channel, but um, I, I still love I love the way they do it. Um, and 
I also want to preface, this is another big thing we talked about in our officers meeting. If you are scared of Discord, like you think you need to have a, a headset and it's just a voice chat thing, it is totally not. Um, it is it is an easier, it's just like a Facebook messenger, only everyone's on it. And everyone is kind of categorized in their companies. Um, so even if you don't have any voice chat things, don't worry about it. Join the Discord discord it's super easy to download and sign up for um sure it is it's just i mean even mac could do it if mac can do it anyone can do it i had to have help trust me i had to. Have yes help. you had to have help I, yeah i'm one of those guys that you know if i can take the back plate off a of 50 cal that's not charged and adjust the headspace and timing i sure as heck can destroy a computer with a rock and put something <laughs> on my computer <laughs> you know i've i've team viewered into your computer and man do you need some cleanup big time yeah she needs some debugging <laughs> but anyway it's, um it's only like it's only like th- probably 15 years old uh, but it's it's often running the w the the regiment is often running. I have a whole backstory line that will, that uh, will hopefully be published here soon. So there's there's some fiction. Um, all the guys' battle reports and fiction that they write, we keep track of that. Um, it's just it's super fun. It's just a wealth of knowledge. It's a it's a great community. I I, I can't praise everyone that's been a part of this enough because it's just been awesome. Agreed. <laughs> Hallelujah to Rain and Mech Warriors. Yeah, and it's 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 rocketed my love of Battletech like way beyond where it was a yeah, year you, ago. You, you're almost forgetting about your your okay. Well. <laughs> I do. I, I literally do sometimes. It's, well, you said you're going to have your hundredth episode for years, so. Yes, I do. I do have a very big anniversary coming up next Wednesday for my X-wing podcast. But um, Dude, that's fantastic. Yeah, two two years and a hundred episodes. We hope to do that in ten years. It, it, it'll <laughs> be a while. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> but um, I think that's that's my soapbox for the regiment. Uh, I think that's pretty good. For for me, I think I'm good there. I'm gonna go actually make another drink. So oh, good. Ooh. good. The NCOs can post again since now you're down off your soapbox. Yep. <laughs> and this has in no way gone to my head ego wise. <laughs> being in charge of an entire basically regiment <laughs> of right. real of real people. <laughs> you know what they say about you know taking leadership, screw up, move up. Uh, <laughs> Yes, yes, that is that is true. I'm, and, I'm, and as leaders, we all have to make mistakes in order to learn. So don't be afraid of making mistakes. I make them all the time, and I have a lot of fun doing it. I uh, I have made quite a few of them so far, but uh, <laughs> I think I've handled it pretty well. I have an excellent CEO and uh, some very good majors uh, helping me out. So, my and okay. Also, okay, one more gushing shout out. Uh, I have to. I have to shout out all of our company commanders. Um, uh, Drew Bethards, Charles Gideon, Joshua Jury, Jared Donner, uh, <laughs> Kilted Cowboy, which I think his real name is. I, I don't know if he wants me to say his real name, but I'm going to anyway. Thomas Owen and uh, um, Fox, uh, Alan Schultz, Phoenix, 
uh, all of those guys. I, it's a running joke between Andrew and myself that we have no idea how we lucked out in getting <laughs> these guys True. to help yeah. me to help me us run this whole thing. Um, we literally picked these guys' names out of a hat, kind of thing, uh, and they right. have they They're have step, more than stepped up. Yeah, they are, they are the reason that this has been as successful as, as it has been. Yep. If you're not running. Yeah, it's it's beyond awesome. Um and it's just it's just great. I'm get I'm get I get goosebumps when I talk about it because like you don't see this in gaming culture very much. Where like people legit like love being in the companies that they're in. They're they're taking the mantras of their companies and like it, it's just it's awesome. It's almost too much, but it is a lot of fun. So if you wanna if you wanna be a part of that, like I said, join the WNRP uh, Facebook page or Discord channel and uh, get ready. It's a fun time. Go make okay. a drink. I'm gonna go make a drink. Or when you run out of ammo, it gets really dull. <laughs> right, Tommy. Well, uh, Tommy's not here tonight, so we can kind of wax a little bit. So moving along, um, we've got plenty of ideas for Gen Con coming up, and I think we wanted to throw in a couple of last tidbits before we kind of put it to rest. Um, we're still going to be doing our Alpha Strike 350 PV. Um, well, we're I think, combined arms. Yeah, I mean, the idea behind that is is that we're you know people are going to be bringing a force that matches that. Um, <laughs> it all depends on whether I can get enough scenarios written and play tested and I'm happy with how they work before we get there on whether we'll have that kind of scenario or situation in place. But um, no matter what, we're going to get some time together to play as WNRP. So um, <clears throat> the army construction rules have been posted uh to the facebook group um and they're a little bit particular because um it's beneficial to have um, a diverse combat arms combined arms uh structure so that nobody really gets overrun that way it's pretty fair and everybody gets a little bit more education and fun on playing with different types of units because I've, I've learned a ton by, by using some battle armor and newly finally getting into a little bit of uh, VTOL, uh, which I really haven't. Ding, ding. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. The, the whole, the whole idea behind this army thing is that you are a Merc house unit clan, whatever faction is your favorite you have taken contract or you're on a planet and you have to satisfy the needs of whatever comes up with the forces that you have available to you was um, that objective based or not it's going to, uh, <laughs> yeah that's, the, that's the problem with that is is trying to get everything play tested mm -hmm. and that everything is good before we get there um that's going to be the the hard part 
Um, I think everybody should have to have to have fun um, with the smash and grab like vehicle protection. I think that'd be a fun scenario. We had to play test. Hey, whatever we whatever we can come up with that works. I mean, the idea behind it is uh, you're going to randomly roll. You're going to get a scenario. Um, the scenario is going to either include your full 350-point army or it's going to include a subset of your 350-point army. And that's, and that's the other benefit of having a diverse structure is that you, you may, maybe you're just going to end up with your battle armor in a building. <laughs> well, and that's that's the idea, right? Is yeah. One you of the that. objectives will be you need to get an infantry unit inside of said building. And I like that because that that diversifies and that that gives you um, a very manageable force that can just about do all, if not majority or most tasks. Yeah. Can I just can I just say that I'm super fucking excited about this? Oop. Oh man. What's up? Um, this whole Alpha Strike 350. Yeah. That's that's what you guys are talking about, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, I'm because for one, Andrew, you know how long I've wanted tournament rules, tournament structure for Alpha Strike. Like Alpha Strike is yep. my baby. I love Alpha Strike. Yep. And the fact that we're getting it going, or you're getting it going, I've, I have not really helped out much. <laughs> but uh, I think Gen Con is going to be such a good practice ground for this. It's going to be awesome. It is. If, if everybody's got time, and we're going to try and make time for that, and we're going to kind of free ourselves up from doing a lot of the other events. And Andrew has done a ton of uh, trying to line it up. And but you know what? That. You know what I also like about it is at Gen Con, you're going to get a lot of experienced players. Oh yeah, I mean different experienced, different experiences, which is great. And because. it's not it's not a sanctioned event, so it's not like super serious. Like the, no. I mean, I hope everyone knows that we're there's gonna be prizes, but it's also gonna be a, a, a testing ground. Whoa, like, wait, what? We're having prizes? <laughs> oh shit. Store owner. I I could probably pull <laughs> he something. Get, he can't get shit in the store anyway, so it doesn't I can't get out. shit from Cattle Sin. Oh man. Well I've you're got, in it now. I've got a, Okay, I've got a rant you're, coming you're, up at the end of the show. You're, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to back up what you just said, though. <laughs> we'll get, we'll, we'll. I tell you what, uh, we can I'll find, take, we I'll can take care something. of prizes. I'll take care of prizes. I got prizes. I need. I would rather have you start helping out with scenarios. To be honest with you. <laughs> okay. Think, Anyways, think. shit. All right. Well, I'll have. We'll, we'll have a prize. All right, I'll have a prize for someone if we can get this scenario thing figured out. I'll have a prize for somebody. I'll, I'll take care of it. Ladies and gentlemen, you just hear it right now. It's 19 minutes after the hour. You're listening to WNRP, and we were planning in the process. You got a lot ding, of ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not that other Cincinnati. The only time we get a chance to talk to each other. So, <laughs> um, no. true, dude. Do you know how cheap it is to get? Like cards made, it's super, super cheap. cheap. Super. How about stickers? We can get oh stickers are also super cheap. Well, I just got like our. I tell you up. what. I tell you what. You put you put a good good word to your man Scrogans, hmm. and uh, we'll see if we can't get some Alpha Strike alternate art 
uh, cards made Ooh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dude, you know what we should I, do? I can buy the cards. cards. We should do, we should do like a famous mech warrior yeah, cards. Pilot cards. Oh, pilot cards. Yes. well, not only pilot cards, but also like battle armor cards for any of those who listen to the OCX radio podcast. You know, I am renowned for like setting the bar way up here and then totally not coming through. So and the rest of us have to <laughs> yank back on the range. And be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm renowned for that. We love your enthusiasm. I'm an idea guy. I just don't make things happen. Well, you're doing a pretty good job with the regiment thing. And oh, yeah. I had my reservations on that too. So we all did, but man, it's that- <laughs> <clears throat> Andrew's kind of a safety first kind of guy. But uh, have you guys gone through like just the general what it is for the 350? Yep. Okay. Well, uh, it's it's 350 <laughs> points. Um, we had a, a, a my man Max here. I gave him the opportunity to ruse lawyer the shit out of it, and then he decided to do it after it went public. So, what do you go, Max? It, it lists it lists out exactly the combat units um, are what available. I I. I purposely limited the point value and I purposely limited um, choices that you could take um, because the whole idea behind this is I know somebody's going to find a way to break it. And I, I get that. That's, that's part of doing this, but I wanted to try and take a really hard first stab at ensuring that we were going to have a competitive game. So that everyone was having fun and no I, one gets blown out. I've been I've been fighting this already, and I've always I'm I'm always being like, no, you can't do that, man. I'm like, ah, oh, but I want to. <laughs> no, no, no. Fine. But to tell you the truth, in any <laughs> in any good system, you need someone to break it. Like true. And I Absolutely. again. Again, I think that's the perfect way to, to test this at Gen Con is you're going to have experienced players who know what they're doing, and they're going to they're going to find the cracks. And if everyone knows that this is a testing, you know, don't take this too seriously. Play your hardest, but I mean, you know, almost tell them, see if you can break it. Well, and that's I actually sent this out to, you know, my, the the people that I know, rules lawyer, and always find a way to. Loophole, <laughs> yeah, loophole. Um, yeah, that, that's that's another thing that I have to say with with our WNRP group is is they get it when I say that you know you we're not going for an ultra optimized mech or an ultra optimized lance. It's, yeah, this is no meta. It, it's what fiction you know the fiction puts a, a an atlas a Whitworth. A panther and pick another mech on the in right field, and that's a lance, and they got to figure out how to do stuff. And that's you know, the fun that's, part. That's that to me. I'm mean, that's where I've gotten to playing the game is is that make everything work. How do I achieve what I got to do with what I have? But so, you know what? If if this does take off, there will be a meta that emerges, which mm-hmm. is good. It, that, only, that's only, good. only restrictions. Can, that's can there? Can there? I mean, with the number of units that are available to BattleTech, can there get a meta? Oh, like twenty nine hundred variants? No. <laughs> you know, I I will see I will see where a meta doesn't revolve around specific mechs, 
it's a specific grouping of mechs. I can well, yeah, okay, that's I, fair. I can I can agree where, to that because where, like from last year to this year, I'm guaranteeing that when we play like our 8K, there's going to be so many um, Novacat Fs. You're you're going to see one every game. Oh, I don't have one. Well, well what, I'm, what, I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is that face. It's, it's alpha, alpha Strike. Alpha Strike's not... Alpha Strike's very generalized. So you have a plethora of mechs that in Battletech are totally different, but in Alpha Strike, they're similar. Oh, they're very similar. So, uh, absolutely. So you can, you can kind of pick and choose, okay, I need a fast mover that's got ECM and maybe, you know... Pulses. Oh, pulses or something like that you know or or all energy or something like that. something might evolve out of out of many many tournaments that go ooh this combination really works well against almost everything and the only way this works is if you have a set number of scenarios that you can roll from so your meta is going to be what units fit best on the majority of of scenarios that's just like at um, the blood name. You, you're like for Jade Falcon this year. Um, you're, you're going to see um, like the Geyer Falcons. You're going to see um, the Thors or the Summoners. You're, you're going to see the 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 Hellbringers. It's just what fits, um, right? And and this whole thing is going to take a lot of tweaking. I mean, a ton of tweaking. I mean, it's going to take tweaking on scenarios. It's going to tweaking on construction rules it's going to be this but the great thing is is if you do start to see a meta evolve you just change the scenarios right right yeah. you know that's that's the simplest simplest way to go if, if you can i mean the, the number one thing you have to do is lock down the construction rules right and i think we've I think done with that alpha strike, with alpha strike that's pretty easy to do i've spent well, a long time on those rules what I, what I mean easy as in if what if we were doing this with Battletech? Oh God! Exactly. Classic wouldn't happen. I don't think it would ever happen. So, I think this is super fun. I think Alpha Strike. A lot of people like Alpha Strike. Um, uh, I, I think this is going to be a super good time. I, I think it's going to be awesome. I, I can't I, wait. I just my my only thing that I'm really hoping as far as Alpha Strike goes is that I don't know if you guys saw or not. Um, Catalyst leaked. Um, the what is that beginning of the book? The end, it's not the index, it's the chapters, um, of the new Alpha Strike Commanders. The index, no kidding, index is in the back, right? Well, uh, contents, there you go. Thank you. Um, they they put out some pictures of the new Alpha Strike Commanders edition. My only thing that I'm hoping is that they've updated the variable rules to include 2d6 per point of damage. Yes. That was a big topic that, that you just, that has been the number one thing uh-huh. that I have seen with Battletech players to alpha strike is that one die roll really hoses people. That it so discourages. I, if, if, if that was the only way I could actually play, I would probably not do it. I think, I think I've changed people's minds on Alpha Strike just by implementing that rule. Oh yeah, I completely agree with you 100 percent on that. That's the only way I play, and it's they, 
and it's not you, a published rule, but as just I mean, it's sort of published. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way the variable rules state is, is you roll one d six for your two hit number, and then you roll one d six per point of damage, three or higher. You do that point. So right, it's which still a one die roll of a make or break whether you're going to do any damage. Yeah, it's dumb. And, it's dumb. You know, and that could, that could, that could, that could do Marv, right? The first time that I played Alpha Strike with Marv, he was rolling in an awesome. And I think it took him six rounds before he actually hit something. And, and he's like, I, this, this is horrible. This is a stupid system. I have three PPCs. You mean to tell me that I've gone five rounds and I haven't done any damage? As soon yeah. as you flip to 2d6 per point, now they're starting to hit. Things are moving. They feel good because the classic players look at that mech and go, I've got nine weapon systems. I should be rolling a handful of dice to make this thing work. It makes sense. I I frankly, I, I think I played one game of Alpha Strike when it first came out. And I was like, nope, changing this rule right now. Yeah. Yeah. I house ruled the shit out of that. Like the minute I saw it, I was like, no. And oh, it's it, it's it's an entirely different game system when you do it this way. It's it's, it's acceptable. It's a dice rolling game, guys. Don't <laughs> limit us to two d six. That's just dumb. Well, that's well, like I mean, and, hey, to to their point, I mean, the whole idea of Alpha Strike was to streamline and less die rolls. Go fast. Is streamlined. So I get it. I understand to a point, but. If you wanted classic players to try, and uh, again, the classic, uh, you know, the first thing that I go to is an awesome. Three PPCs. A one PPC does one point of damage in Alpha Strike. I should be able to roll for each one of those. Yeah. To do mm-hmm. So. But my bag of dice. But my <laughs> bag of dice. I actually ordered a new bag just for my dice because it's so hard. To find would, a bag. Why would you yeah. order a bag when you can get a $40 bag that comes with a free bottle of whiskey? Why would you do that? That is a very valid point, dude. I mean, uh, I you, the violet color. you go by. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you can always get the black. They make different he, bags. And here's the thing. It should be freely given as a gift. I don't think anybody's giving me a gift. <laughs> I got a I got a bottle of Jim Beam sitting in my cabinet for you what to the, come. Shit. What the, that doesn't come with a bag I can use for dice. I, I will I'll say you, I, I'll get you a bottle of Crown when you come well, next. You bring, I will, that, I will, bring I can't that. Drink that Jim Beam, dude. I've tried. I can't. Bring that, you bring that Jim Beam to, to Gen Con, and and trust me, it'll be gone. <laughs> I thought you guys were coming up here some one of these weekends. I just went to a, a buddy's. One of my other. You know, combat buddies, uh, lead vehicle retirements, and and I went down to Des Moines for that. And the bottle of Jim Bean that was Red Stag, I, a little a little off taste Ooh, compared to normal. But now you're, now you're speaking my language. There was only there was only about oh there was probably the width of a thumbnail left in that bottle by the end of the night for just Dude, me. Red just Stag, me. Red Stag, and Fresca. Hmm. Red Dead, Red Stag and Fresca it is so good. I cherry oh. coke, I cherry coked her. Oh, that would work too. That yeah. would work too. 
Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yes, oh, a free so free bottle of Crown Royal is always better than. We're we're, we're doing three hundred fifty point army at Gen Con. I think we're gonna do Thursday night, and we're gonna try and do Saturday night. Um, I and basically Saturday night is just for those that aren't gonna play in Masters and Minions. We'll get set up and, and play someplace. By the way, uh, the events tickets are viewable now, and make sure available. Yeah, make sure when that when the date and the time come up, 11, 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. On That's the Sunday, isn't it? Is it on this nineteenth? Oh, next Sunday. Right, nineteenth. Well, next Sunday. Make sure you get your tickets ordered. You make sure you get your WNRP uh, Alpha Strike uh, Academy or Wolf Dragoon. Sorry, the, the Wolf Dragoons Cadet. Yes, because those are going to go very fast. We're in that event. We are going to give you a run for your money with tr- teaching you and showing you the ropes from just us humble guys, and then you get to humble. Aaron's with us. He's not humble. Uh, I'm not very humble. Well, I said he was going to come or go. <laughs> so after you get a little training, which, you know, if you're better than us, that's cool. You can teach us some of the ropes too. After that, then you can play us. You can walk away with a painted mini. Yes, there are prizes in that one. Yeah, it's not even a prize. It's come play, walk home with a mech. <laughs> that's right. What other vendors can say that? Oh. I call that a prize. Boom. Yeah, no. Uh, this will be our. Ours is the only one that comes up. This will be our third year doing this, I think. Third year. Yep. Third year doing this. So, uh, just letting you know that we have a lot of returning players. Uh, like I said, the tickets are going to go fast. How many tickets are available? Twelve. Yeah. Oh. Only have twelve. I thought we upped that. No. We only have twelve. Oh, Table man. space, dude. Table space. Freaking push. Put that on the top of your wish list, guys. Well, if they want to give some positive reinforcing feedback and say, fill the whole event hall with it, and we can get Catalyst approval to do it our way, we'll do that. Well, I, I tell you what, if we here's the deal. I have a feeling that if we fill again this year, they're going to ask whether we can do it multiple times throughout the week, weekend. Then um, it becomes a job. Well, it, it yeah, it becomes a job, but no, it still be fun. We could do it Thursday and do another one on Saturday and expand it to sixteen. Oh, for I sure, think that would be you know. Now we're running thirty-two people through. That would be pretty cool. That would, um, be. dude. I, I think you guys are underestimating our BattleTech famousness. Uh, no, we're huge in the Philippines. Us humble, us, us humble folks. I that I never said I was humble. Tell you, tell you what, when you got a bunch of Filipinos that come up and ask you for your your John Hancock Andrew for BattleTech specifically, oh. not X Wing, then okay, I'll believe then I'm, a, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Check. I love Check it. Mark. Check mark. But no, if if you're coming from another country, or if you're coming from another state, if you're coming from the same state, if you see a WNRP T-shirt, it's us. It's the command Lance. Yes. Or if we're all dressed in our Dragoon gear. Yes. (laughs) Or at the cadet event. Or if you see one of our ugly mugs from the Facebook page, say hi. That too. That too. 
yeah, I mean, my hand's still cramping from all the all the cards I've signed for X-Wing, so I don't know if I'll be available for autographs. Oh I mean, I, I think i got to get one of those hand things that, you know... Give us a, <laughs> give us, give us a wolf howl from that. <laughs> I love you. Uh, <clears throat> but, um... No, no I'm super excited about the 350. Uh, I think it's going to be great if we can get this thing rolling. And um, again, and maybe- the biggest the biggest thing with the 350 is finding space. If, we, if yeah. they've got open open tables someplace that we can find, this thing is going to be a slam dunk. But if we got to try and find places, I'm less less than 100 percent on it. So. Well, well that's, that's another thing too. If someone can find place, find a place. Holy shit! They put my website in there. I'm sorry. I just was looking at a cadet program, and they actually put it in this year to forward to give a full rundown of what we're doing. Oh, well, man. you kind of, you kind of gave them a hard time last year for not doing that. So I, I did. I did do that. Um, I guess maybe uh, right now we are planning on getting a house that's a 23 minute walk. Or a seven-minute Uber. It's a giant pink house, so you're not going to be able to miss it. But um, depending on the vehicles we take, maybe I'll throw some some uh, tables in the back. And if anything, hey, uh, I'm going to probably be driving my Yukon back up again too. I got four or five folding plastic tables. Okay. If anything, we'll probably hold it at the pink. We'll probably hold it at the pink house. So I don't think it has a garage, but it's pretty big. It's like five bedrooms you're gonna make my fat ass stand outside and sweat i'm not gonna be happy no we're not gonna play out in the oh my god we should play out on the lawn <laughs> oh god here we go Holy just, shit. Dude, oh, okay f- we're bringing extra tables we're playing outside <laughs> we're running a bar end of story keg keg we're buying a keg so Dog. we'll have we'll have a great old time until the the board gets nuked by a stray dog <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fucking table flips and takes the whole thing with them. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, my minis. Anyway, um, next topic. I think we got time for one topic before we get into the forever faithful discussion. Oh, what do you want to pick? Oh, uh, let's let's do the trivia question. Trivia question. <laughs> you don't get to read it. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're, you're out. I'm, I, I already know I'm banned forever for reading this thing. Well, so. you, you read it last time, okay? Oh, well. Okay. You know, you know you can't type things because I read them all the way through. It's just it's. it's you're like Ron Burgundy. Well, yes, yes, I am the Ron Burgundy of BattleTech. That's why ever since then I've actually typed in "do not read" and you should stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's our cue to say stop. I, I should stop. I should stop. So trivia question, trivia question, trivia. Who's reading? Listeners, this is your trivia question for the month. Who in what mech did Morgan Kell fight in a duel using his phantom mech skill to meld? With his archer. Oh. You just gave away half the answer. No, he didn't. Oh, no. Never mind. No, he didn't. <laughs> wow. You didn't even read the question. You still screwed it up. I did. I did read the question. Never mind. 
my god. <clears throat> By the way, here's where I'm going to break. I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute. Putting, no, you're not. We're, we're putting out, <laughs> out right now. Do we need a commercial break? Not finished. If you have not finished Forever Faithful, going forward now, we are going to have spoilers. Oh, are we doing? Yeah. Uh, we'll do a commercial next next episode. Yeah, we're still going to make a couple. By the way, if you have a commercial idea, shoot it to us. Or if you got it done, MP3 it to us. Yes, please. Yeah, uh, we'll put you on. Don't worry about it. Anyway, going forward. Before, shout out to Gideon. I've been warned. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Do not proceed if you have. Did you see? Not did you read. see the? Did you see the new trailer for uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming? I did. No. And what's his toes did that at the beginning too? I thought it was very funny that Tom Holland did the spoiler alert because he's the one that's like next to Mark Ruffalo spoiled the most for all of the like <laughs> Avengers. So yeah, I thought that was humorous. <laughs> but once again. Spoiler alert. If you have not read Forever Faithful, do not proceed. Oh, wait. We should do shout outs because I don't want to have them just skip ahead. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Let's like, let's I can like, go first. Let's do some shout outs. Andrew, you're up. Company commanders. Guys, uh, great conversation last night. Um, this thing would not be what it is without you. Thank you very much for what you do and, and, keeping everybody on track and, and getting the missions done. So Aaron has something to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt. No shout outs for Matt. I have, I don't even know who I want to shout out to. I'll go last. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to, Anthony Scrogans, because he's been releasing a ton of cool stuff lately. And um, he has a Patreon page. I don't know what it is, but I'm pretty sure if you Google Anthony Scrogans Patreon, it will go there. Um, he is the new art director for Battletech, and he's doing a ton of awesome, cool stuff. Please send him a buck or two your way, his way, um, because quite frankly... Like, this is what I envisioned Battletech looking like. Like, he's making it look real. Um, I love everything he's been putting out. So, he's uh, under he, Shimmering Sword. Yeah. Oh, Shimmering Same Sword. He's on DeviantArt. Shimmering Sword. Um, I also want to give a shout out slash spoiler to um, our listeners. I have been in contact with Blaine Lee Pardo. <laughs> and he was supposed to be on this episode to discuss Forever Faithful, but he told me that he would much rather be on the episode where we discuss his upcoming Wolf's Dragoons novella. So I want to give a shout out to Blaine Lee Pardo and I want to, uh, um, yeah, I'm going to hold him up to it. And I also want everyone to uh, either buy stock in uh, depends because I feel like when this book drops, everyone's going to shit themselves. So it's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. It's going to be crazy. I know Andrew will. Andrew will definitely. Um, yes. Everyone in the WNRP family is going to also crap themselves or laugh hysterically. I don't know what, but um, 
let's just say that I've told Andrew that he has to, his wife has to like photograph him while he's reading this book because it's going to be hilarious. So I would video him. Can you, can you like read your book? I don't, just I don't stop. think he can, I don't think he can yeah, read that fast. Stop. Okay. Just stop. <laughs> so anyway, um, I want to just, just spoiler. We're going to have Blaine Lee Pardo on the show. Uh, eventually. I don't know when the book is dropping. It's going to be before Gen Con. Oh, so man. probably our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, hopefully we can do another episode between here and then, but yeah. Yes. But uh, anyway, I just want to give all of our listeners a heads up because that show is going to be amazing. So when when we do lock it down, when we do lock him down, we will put it up on the Facebook page and we will put a post up for um, submitting questions. We would love to hear from everybody and and be able to you know use that time to get questions asked. Um, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So Matt, now you're up. I don't know what to say after that. That's <laughs> that's pretty that's, big. It's not uncommon. I usually try to. Nice. I, that's why I usually go last, Matt. God. Go. I'm gonna give a shout out to Ironwind Metals. I'm I, I have been uh, purchasing a lot of Ironwind Metals, so I want to thank them for continuing to build. Um, plenty of pewter pieces that can that can readily be sent out so i'm gonna follow up with that and say that i don't know whose fault it is but um <laughs> alliance games distributors and Ironwind metals are no longer um a thing what so my game store can no longer order battletech minis and i have submitted multiple emails to Ironwinds on trying to become a distributor and they have not gotten back to me so uh yeah. well i'll work on getting you another who, who have you emailed the general distributorship oh, I got, email i'll get you uh, i'll get you the email for the owner and then uh, you could also reach out to spec on the forums because i can tell you matt would much rather order ironwood metals battle pick minis from me than uh having them i think i don't know unless Hell, Matt's you're total, that far away. I'd order from you. So. Unless Matt's a total douche. Oh, douche. Is he muted? Why would I want to pay for <laughs> shipping if I don't have to? <laughs> Just kidding, Matt. <laughs> so anyway, yes, please, Ironwind Metals. Funny answer, my, answer my emails, because I have Battletech players, and and they want minis, and I would like to sell them to them. So... That's all I got. Okay. All right. On uh, to the on to the Forever Faithful by Blaine Lee Pardo. Again, guys, spoiler alert. If you have not read the book, do not proceed. Or unless you love spoilers, then by all means, join the show. Who would uh, like I to start? Continue to listen. I, I can tell you right now, if you're going to continue to listen and you haven't read the book, we are not going to do it justice. No. At all. There is there is no possible way that our discussion here is going to give you the satisfaction of actually reading the book. So here we go. Here we go. Matt. We're going to do it. Okay. First off, goddamn, Blaine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Right. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Blaine Lee Pardo. Um, 
we I talked to him at Gen Con about this. Um, this closes like five books that were in the Twilight of the Clans. Oh yes, it was masterfully done to tie all of the pieces together. It was just as you were reading, you got flashbacks from that book and this scene and another thing, and it was serious. It was so much fun to read. <clears throat> so much fun. Matter of fact, today I went back and read the last chapter of Sunder Your Dreams, Surrender Your Dreams, the Dark Age novel. So, it, yeah, it touches so many things. I was in total agreement on how the character was portrayed of the prince and how he was wrong for taking the ability of Trent to fight and do what he needed to do away from him. I thought that was such great internal and external conflict development. I really thought that was powerful and I think the overlying theme of the entire book that I started to pick up on was everybody changes and that everybody can be right and wrong at the same time, depending on what they choose. And I think that was a very good theme. And to um, actually be okay with letting go of regret and putting the past behind you and realizing that you're living in now and you have to move on forward with that. That's what the gist I got out of the majority of the character developments. Damn, that was deep. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's talk about the characters. So yes. the, two, the two main characters in the book were Trent um, and Paul Moon. Yeah. The, the cap, well, it was, what is he? Star Colonel at the time? He was Star Colonel, yep. Elemental. Tasked, um, tasked with recapturing Huntress after the Star League Defense Forces took it over. And I don't know if he was, was he tasked with recapturing yes. or yes. was he tasked yes. with defending? Because yes. no, he, he, was, he, was, he was inbound as. He was inbound. Task Force oh, right. was taken. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. Russell Howell was tasked with defense. Yes. Task, Task Force Serpent was taking over the planet when he was inbound to reestablish defense because it was falling. Fair. Okay. Um, Hell, it's been two months since I read the book now. Right. Yeah. It, 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 I've been waiting for this, and then I started to lose what I remembered about it. But And then the obviously, obviously he was defeated. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> and it was, I, I can't tell you how awesome it was to like get the point of view of Paul Moon of like, well, what do we do now? My you God, know? I've been wrong for this long and I have to make amends with Trent. The part that was very interesting to me too was, is that, um, you, you know, the Iridani light horse who mm -hmm. traced their, their history back to the star league. Yeah, they were always very well thought of, and you know the excellent troops, and they they fight this this horrific battle to take Huntress, 
and then are completely inept in being able to administer the planet once it's been taken. Right, the martial law and the gar the, the new takeover garrison. And you know, again, the the whole the whole concept around what the inner sphere and what we consider normal life and then to take what a clansman's normal life is in you know their caste system and turn it upside down it's just i that's was so short-sighted of the star league to to expect the the Aridani light horse to be able to run that planet with that many people in such a stark contrast of the way that they have lived their lives and just expect everybody to, to do it. Um, that the only reason that it worked in the clans is because they didn't change the caste system. Yeah. You were conquered by another clan or, you know, absorbed into another clan and your way of life. If didn't really change per se, you just, Maybe you wore a different emblem on your shoulder, but you if you were a tech in one, you were most likely gonna be a tech in another. That's a great that's a great point. Well, I I mean, I don't know how deep you guys read into this, but oh, yeah. the real world, like our world, like similarities between the two is just mind blowing. You know well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, think of how many armies have invaded another country. Again, and then they're like, yeah, again, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. So you brought it up. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. The United mm -hmm. States. Russia we, was there for 10 we, years. We, we flushed it. everyone out. And then, then what do we do? You know, we don't have a full comp, you know, it, it was, it was so eerily similar to, okay, now what do we do? We won. Right. Now what do we do? You know? And, yeah. It was just, it was, I mean, Blaine, Blaine's on another level, man. <laughs> but uh, True. Even, even going back to like the Civil War or different eras. Oh, yeah. I mean, almost any war. You can go back you, to any war. You, you, take, you, war. You, take the, you take the North and you stick them down South and you change the lifestyle of everyone. It's you very, know, it's interesting to see the deviation and the change. It's interesting to see how, but I, but to be honest, I don't know if we can appreciate, you know, it goes, it, it comes, I don't know if you get into a little patriotic thing or whatever, but I mean, you look at the United States and the freedoms that we have here in this country mm -hmm. and you take cold, uh, cold war Russia, for instance, they had socialism in caste systems and couldn't, couldn't feed anybody. You, I don't think we can even remotely appreciate the difficulty that a, a person in a caste system being told, do what you want. I don't, I don't know if they, if a person in that system can even fathom those words in a meaningful way that would allow them to continue to live their life. Yeah. And, and to bring it back to the book, I thought Blaine did such a good job in explaining that, you know, the clans were just lost. Like yeah. every, every person there. Absolutely. They, they don't know. 
like their their whole life doesn't move on unless they're given a job or they're you know they're they're in their cast you know they you, just they, they they can't handle freedom they you saw that they can't do it you saw that transition when um they were taken out of a mech warrior position made a prisoner and then all of a sudden they turned a bondsman and then back they actually gave him a position to re-engage them or reinsert them into the military cast and have them be a tech and to see that transition of i don't want to do this but now all of a sudden i realize this is the only way i could function in my even close to the previous capacity of what i needed and wanted it's like being it reminds me of shawshank redemption and being institutionalized to a certain lifestyle and where the guy didn't want to leave yeah it's like who an analogy dude that's 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 right. spot on because like in here I'm somebody out there who am I that's right and and that's that's exactly what the clans are you know and and think about it no no military large scale invasion ever thinks about the aftermath all they're thinking oh, about is the win it's pure chaos I mean, after that, then you're like, oh, my God, because nobody's nobody's studying the psychology of the defeated. Nobody's, you know, nobody does that. Well, I mean, Uh, you you, as as I mean, being in like a a conflict area, I've seen where you have to put yourselves in the other in the other side's shoes. And they're just like you are. They just have different ideas and different beliefs. It doesn't matter. And you, you try and treat them as. You want to be treated, but to put it, sometimes it's amazing how well they believe they're treated now compared to the regime they were under. Right, but to, to put it in terms of the inner sphere versus the clans, the right. inner sphere barely even knew how the clans functioned. Oh yeah, and they just went off and conquered and like the home world of a clan. Mm-hmm. Now, I he captured it so well. I'm, I, I don't yeah. know how anyone else could have done it better. It, it was just another another good stint was when they were making comments about all the jaguar artwork and symbols yeah. that, yep. yeah. that either it didn't phase them or it did phase them. Really- I tell you what, I do want to want to want to pinpoint in is. How many books have been written that probably captured the actual life of a clan member? It. I, I really thought the Blood of Currency series did yes. a really good job. But again, that was from the perspective of the wolves, and they are very progressive. Yes. It was, it, was only, it was only touching the surface, too. This has been really in-depth. And and also, and I appreciate that. What I what I loved about this book was it gave a very in depth look into not only Novacats but Goliath uh, Scorpion. Yes, two of the very most fanatical mystic mysticism clans out there. And he, you know, you read about it, and you're like, oh, okay, that's that's very interesting. That makes sense, you know, kind of a thing. I was like, kind of, I was, I, to be honest with you, I was really disappointed with the glass scorpions and how they were portrayed. You, really? yeah, you read the warden, the warden clan's book, and I kind of felt that 
from that book, the Goliath Scorpion was more in line with Clan Wolf in their progressive thoughts, if you will. The I don't know. There's just the way the the way the Goliath Scorpions were portrayed and the way they came off rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe I missed something. No, it just oh. depends on what characters were used. I kind of figured they were almost like like Hell's Horses with like the their con who got basically sword skewered too. But it just you, depends on what part, what what happens in the situations. But you're, also, but you're you're also looking at it that not every clan member holds the 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 community group think. Right. Same like or not. that Goliath Scorpion commander you know, went to the nth degree on preserving history, like to the point where he literally took an entire galaxy on a one year freaking goose chase. How much fun was it reading about when the word of Blake landed and you're jumping way ahead oh of the my game. God, you're Hold jumping on. way ahead. Yeah, oh, that's fine, fine. You can't you can't you can't skip ahead like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, 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 we're not doing justice here yet. <laughs> quite quite possibly that was my favorite part of the entire book, but like I'm gonna say yes too. We haven't even gotten into Trent yet. Like yeah. I, this, Trent was you know, this Trent, might take this might take a couple podcasts to cover it, this. We're, oh. we're gonna get we're gonna get it done in a half an hour. So right, the, yeah. the the whole the 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 Trent and Paul Moon and the friction and then the understanding throughout the entire book was just i don't know how he weaved it or, or you know it's just again m- magician hands he at the end of the book that scene alone was no, jumping, it, was 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 the book for me i'm not saying it i'm not i'm not the end the end line or the the end of the deal that sealed the thing that that sealed it for me then reading sunder uh, surrender your dreams today that last chapter again reading that and then having that read forever faithful there were tie-ins that i had not seen or it, that didn't come to me when i read forever faithful that now reading i was like oh my god that's yes yes blaine so well so done did you guys read? Did you guys read the note from the author at the end? Yes. So where he he Blaine kind of said, I felt very uncomfortable on how Stackpole left the Victor and Trent relationship. Yes, I now, I fully agreed with that. Blaine just gonna say, "Holy crap, man! You have some serious balls." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to go. Sorry, Stackpole. I think you fucked up. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" And uh, uh, you boy, guys, you guys haven't had enough conversations with him. Um, oh, I, that was I, like, that was so in character for him that it didn't even phase me. So. But I, I, I love the fact, like, because you have to know that's where this book started. Was Blaine just had this itch that that had to be scratched? That Stackpole left that unfinished. I think I think, I think when I talked when I talked to him last year at Gen Con, he had said that this is something that he's had in the back of his head for a while, and he threw a page of just kind of outlining what the thing was going to be, and threw it to Brent, and they said, 
yes. <laughs> so it was that, that if I remember, if I remember how he described it to me, that was kind of how the whole thing came together. And because I think he's had this in the back of his head for years. Um, well, and we needed and, something new. We needed something to carry on. As as one of you guys said, it this was the perfect end to the whole Twilight of the Clans. Like this should have been the ninth book of Twilight of the Clans. Or I disagree. I disagree. I don't think this book has the same standing without Surrender Your Dreams, the Dark Age novel. Oh, where it talks one, so. about and outlines the Fidelis. I don't I, I I agree with that it ties the books together, but without Surrender Your Dreams, I think it's it doesn't have full justice. Okay. Well, in totality, this book like makes me want to go read the Dark Age books. Yes. Uh, skip like the first five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You won't you won't read the rest of them if you don't. I don't I don't know about anybody else, but thirty one forty five for me when it when it came up, like it was okay, they're gonna continue with the Dark Age thing, and I was like, Oh man, I've heard such bad things about Dark Age, and it's kinda like one of those it was one of those unspoken like things of Battletech. Like we just don't talk about the Dark Age. It's the black but, mark. Right. But now it's like Hmm. They're they're maybe they can be okay with it. They're, they're doubling down on it and they're getting the best writers they can and they're and they're weaving it and this book to me went like oh so there is going to be something very very interesting after 31 you know BattleTech fiction's back baby you know and it's and it's great um I may not recognize half the mechs in the thing but you know that's cool uh yeah, it, All right, it, hold, uh, on, hold on. We got it. We got to backtrack. Matt, you made the comment about Word of Blake. Lay that out. I think we're to a point now where we can talk about lay lay that out. So okay. Well, before he goes there, I just want to say Trent got one of probably the best BattleTech deaths in fiction. <laughs> at least he didn't go out to a jump jet. Uh, yeah, at least he didn't go out to a jump jet. But I mean. Oh my God! Just reading that whole chapter was just like, oh yeah, agree. He, he knew he was going to die, and he was he was. And when that when that uh, Saloma guy he says, "You may be a Nova Cap, but you're going to die a, a Jaguar today," or or you're a Jaguar. I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like how how did Trent not break down crying? In his cockpit, right there, <laughs> probably because he was faced with an entire galaxy of fucking mechs. But <clears throat> it was oh, that was some of the best action report writing in a BattleTech novel that I've read in a long time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But then we fast forward to probably one of the coolest. Uh, like, like you, you mini... know, Matt wanted Matt wanted to talk about where no, it's, okay. it's okay. Yeah. No, that's okay. that's the one I'm talking about. The Word okay. of Blake one is is my favorite chapter. Well, you guys will give it more justice than I will, because I'll forget parts. <clears throat> Andrew can lay it down. No, lay it out. I'm struggling to keep. I, so, I, I'm getting up to get the book. Actually, <laughs> it, it was interesting to when they take well, over. I'll I'll lead you up to it. So 
the, yeah. the last battle on Wayward, Way Wayside Five happens. They beat they beat Goliath Scorpion. Um, spoiler alert: Trent dies for good this time. <laughs> um, and Paul Moon is like literally like, how did I hate this man? Like, how was it? In my like, he he went from hating him to the beginning of the book to absolutely like they were brothers. They were more than brothers, kind of a thing. And it was like the saddest day of Paul Moon's life when when Trent dies. And um, so then it fast forwards to thirty seventy two or something like that. Was it like ten years or something? No, it was a number of years afterwards. I mean. When when they got to Wayside Five, right? They they didn't really know what they were going to do, and the the core of the Fidelis was actually laid out by Trent. Oh, that was also a good one. Oh, they found Trent's journal. Yes, and and Trent like handwritten, not on a note pewter or anything, no computer or notepad or whatever. He hand wrote it into a into a paper book, which I thought was a beautiful. Um, touch because you know that's like their constitution like that thing is hermetically sealed somewhere anyway he laid out what their leader will be called what their battle formations are going to be um yeah the customs like how, the how their yeah. how their government's going to be run um what you know they're not a caste system but they're not totally not a caste system kind of thing it like everything he wrote it all down as if it was like and and to tell you the truth, I think that was his Nova Cat coming out. Yeah, I that agree. was his that was his vision, yeah. and he wrote it down on paper. Yeah, and and Paul Moon finds it, and he's like, the Fidelis thing, uh, faithful. Oh, it was so good. Shit, it was so good. So anyway, this jumps us ahead to uh, the the jihad. <laughs> and go ahead, Matt. We're, we're basically the word of Blake is, you know, just searching and conquering and destroying. And they're trying to do it nicely where, hey, we're <laughs> going to land on your planet and we're going to have a little face-to-face talk. Would you mind working with us to help us find what we need and support us here? No. No, we don't want to do that. Well, the big thing was they mistook who they were. Yeah, we're looking for. They thought they were Wolverines. the clan Wolverine, which was a great spin oh. uh, because it, it 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 helped create so much unknowns about hey, there's these there's these clan units operating out here. We've got some kind of lead out here. We need to go talk over and figure out what's going on. Like, hey, you you're you're those guys. Like, no, no, we're not. Yeah. We've totally done our research and we know everything and we know that you're the clan Wolverines in hiding. And he's like, no, we're not the not named clan. I'm like, well, well, who are you then? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I know you're the Wolverines. You're, you have to be and this and that. And, well, screw you then. You know, if you're not going to help us, we're going to land our three drop ships with our whole freaking plethora of battle mechs and just conquer you and he's like go ahead <laughs> yeah we saw those coming in yeah he's like he's like we've uh we've definitely upgraded our uh 
long distance sensors and uh we knew you were coming like a week out <laughs> by the way like, you're being overthrown up there that whole conversation of you may want to double check you may want to call into your support oh. and then having shit start blowing up that was what's fantastic. going on <laughs> so, so the best was the best was paul moon was like take out two of them leave one we need some we need some uh we need to discover their tech and what they're with a rock in here and i'm like we need we need workers how how fucking baller is that? If you're like, nah, nah, just take two of them out, leave one. You know, we'll see what the our no. What is what? What he said was our warriors need some real time experience instead of mm-hmm. simulators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the woman's face just went pale. <laughs> that <was so> Fantastic. <clears throat> that would be so, such a great movie scene. So so that that brings that basically brings. This, what do we call them? Smoke Jaguar segment, or well, basically, know, at this then point, they're that, not smoke jaguars, but they're not they're, the Fidelis, if you will, yet. They're um, their own but entity, it, but it brings brings Paul Moon and his group into the jihad, fighting for stone. Because and of the introduction that the Blakis gave them, they're like, because oh, because the Blakis came to conquer. You guys are super dicks. So exactly, we're gonna, we're gonna exactly. Bring... This goes along with don't be a dick, right? If you're gonna <laughs> you be a are... dick, you're gonna get your ass kicked, right? You guys are super so... dicks. So we're gonna go find out who you're fighting against, and we're gonna go trounce all of you. This this gave them a goal. This gave them someone. This brought them into the battle. I mean, this was just like the the, the Japan bombing Pearl Harbor. Because at first, I mean, they brought them in. <laughs> at first, they get their wayside five, and they're basically just surviving. Rebuilding. Very well. I don't think they're surviving. I think by that time they're doing very well. Well, I mean, you you, you read the start of it. I mean, they had to build buildings and they had to. Oh yeah. So they get to that point where it's it's time to expand, and we're going to take your stuff and we're going to go do with it all kinds of nasty, neat little things you don't want to your own people. I thought that was a very, very awesome way to to tell people that. That's how they became Stone's Shadows. Mm-hmm. And so, then, Andrew. Are we, ready, are we ready to talk about the final scene? We're ready, I think. I'm going to start crying when I talk about it. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Remember when we had that idea about who was going to be there first? No. Who's, no? Oh, okay. Oh, the Eel Clan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's, let's, let, much... let's let Andrew cry on, on air. On let air let first. me cry first. So, Trent, of course, he dies on Wayside Five, defending. Defending. I feel like you should family. almost read the chapter. Uh, it's too long. I can't. Is do it, it too long? I don't, read. I don't read the a, last. I don't read have the, the book. Part. I get. I I'll gave it to Max to read. So I'll read it. Hold on. I got, it, I got it. I got it on digital. Hold on. I don't know if it's that long or not. I got it right here. Uh, okay, got it there. Nope. Oh, that's that's the good one. Okay, here it is. Nope, that's not it. Okay, here it is. I'll read it. Okay. Uh, outside the District of Columbia, Terra. Word of Blake Protectorate, twenty second. Uh, let's not do this. Hold on. Don't do this. 
I don't know if we get into copyright issues or not. So don't True. do that. <laughs> Let, let's just describe we'll just describe what's going on. So okay. I'll just I'll just read a little part. A little okay. part. <clears throat> so basically the Fidels have landed on Terra. They have been they've been uh, they've been deployed they've been deployed by stone. The drop, the drop ships have made it to the ground. Yep. And they are there to root out the Blakus. Nothing has been sent out of the ships yet. So, Paul Moon has reached the bottom of the gangway, but stopped short standing on Terra. He opened his elemental armor hatch and let the hot, late summer breeze of mankind's homeworld hit him. Our people have waited long for this great redemption, as Inanna named it. Our chance to prove that we alone hold the true honor that the clans claim to cherish so dearly. Moon pulled out a small metallic canister and opened it. You were here first, my old comrade, he said, spilling the contents onto the red clay of Terra. Trent's ashes blew in the breeze across the dry grass. You are the first of our people to touch Terra. This makes you the greatest of the clan warriors and us the ill clan, regardless of what Devil and Stone or Prince Victor have been misled to think. When the canish was empty, he tossed it into the distance. We have remained faithful and always will. He closed his suit and activated the tactical channel again. Fidelis, deploy. Did you just get goosebumps too? I got I got goosebumps. I, I, All I heard there was Mech Warrior Two, <laughs> the the Mech Warrior the Mech Warrior uh, Mech Warrior Two, the opening scene when the dropships coming in. That was <laughs> that was almost exactly what I heard there. But God, uh, yeah, I I got a little misty eyed as well because uh, think of all the clan culture, all of it. That is the ultimate goal. There has been nothing in the entirety of clan thought than the first clanner to step foot on Terra. The and fact Paul, that that's absolutely the case, and he died how many tens of years before that? Uh, that was right? 3078. He died in 3061, I think. So it's that's 17 tens years. Of years, right? Ten, 17 and, years. To, to, to hold him in that space for that long and to give him that honor. Well, I think, I think more is Paul moon to stop short. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. think, think of the honor that that is. I mean, that is to them. That's Jesus Christ walking back on the earth and he stops short and empties the ashes of his brother on Terra and saying, you are the first but also the, remember, the man, but remember the conflict that they had. Oh yeah, how how conflicted they were at the start of the book, and then you're, the you're talking, understanding that they had with each other at the end, and then for Paul to show that respect. You're talking about the man who quintessentially was the downfall of the clan homeworlds, who who basically gave the violin to Prince Victor to end the clan invasion. Like this guy was, and probably still is in clan lore, the greatest traitor to the clan people ever. Yeah. And for the greatest traitor to be the first clanner to, I mean, in essence, touch Terra yeah. is just, Oh my God. 
the irony. I wonder how long Blaine took to write that. <laughs> I mean, even he had to be like choked up and be like, ah, it's a question we're going to ask him. So, but make sure you write it down so we don't forget it. I can't forget that. It was so poetic. <laughs> it was so poetic. It was, it was like, ah, fucking Tolstoy, man. It's a fucking Tolstoy. <laughs> it's William Shakespeare. As far as I'm concerned, that was, that was, Fantastic! It was oh, so beautiful. Swings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we could have all the conversation about the ill clan we want, but you know, I, well, there's also common in Shattered Fortress that Stone is picking the clan to be right. ill clan, and it only makes sense. It does. That is the Fidelis. I, I, poetically, it makes sense to have the the clan that was reduced to ashes rise like a phoenix, and yeah. become, you know, nobody can argue with them. They, they can't. They literally cannot. They can trace. Well, their they lineage. were never. They were never abjured. They were never right? abjured. They were never abjured for, in in clan eye. Mm-hmm. They were conquered, but never absorbed. Yep. Or annihilated. Or annihilated, so you can you can go all the technical aspects that you want, but I mean the the, the thought behind everything is is that they were they were wiped out, or they yeah. were defeated, if you will. And the 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 buildup throughout the book of you know seeing the desolation of the almost like the, the them turning. A, being turned away from their cast and not knowing what to do. And then seeing the, the essence of their lifestyle now, even like seeing all the children, the young cadets that were yeah. at, you know, it, it will be very interesting to see how the clans react. If, if smoke Jaguar is the one, I mean, how are they going to react? Are they going to, well, and I think, I think it's, it's a great, it's a great setup in, Furthering the conflict. Oh, I do too. Tank. I think so too. Yeah. Right. So many open stores now because you've yeah. got I mean, smoke jaguars are going to be the the quote unquote ill clan, but everybody is going to contest it. Oh yeah, yeah. you're, you're going to have home rules that are going to complain. But are you? I mean, are the wolves going to contest it? Oh shit, yeah. I don't know. That would be <laughs> the very, wolves I mean, will contest it. Molvina Hazen will contest it. You just know, because that bitch is crazy. You there's, know, there's, you know the Falcons will. There's you know, a, lot the Falcons, of, well. a lot of naiveness that, you know, basically says they believe what they want to believe and they don't believe the Fidelis are still clan, so they're going to go take it. I think it would just be very interesting because, first of all, the inner sphere is not going to accept it, so they're all going to be at each other. But then you're going to have a splinter group of clans that are going, well, yeah, they are. I mean, I can, I can see the Spirit Cats. I can see Diamond Shark. And I can see possibly bears and ravens going. Yeah. Sea fox, sea fox okay. will. Diamond sharks, sea well, fox, diamond sharks, same thing. Bears already got their own area. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but they're still clans, and they're, they're still clan, right? You know, they've I already mean, even, assimilated once, even though they've assimilated better than any other clan into the inner sphere in the population. They are still a clan entity. So you're okay. going to have like. Oh my God! Three to the nth degree of battles going on, and it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so good. It's gonna be well, so good. 
Well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see what Star Adder has to happen in the Clan Homeworlds, and when they come, there's going to be a second invasion of the Inner Sphere. Oh yeah, definitely. There I, has I, to. I'm, I'm I'm so excited for what's going to come. It's yeah, oh, there has to be because they're they're so. My know. energy level is almost to the point where I can't handle it anymore. It's just Ill, the Ill Clan book is going to be just groundbreaking, <laughs> and. I re- to be honest, to be honest with you, in a lot of ways, I hope we don't get it this year. Yeah, because there's so much more dialogue. I I really think I I honestly I feel there is enough to explore with what is going on after Shattered Sphere that you could extend this another year. It's January first, thirty fifty one or thirty one fifty one. That's well. I understand that, but I'm I'm saying I I think well, there's there, enough there. things with with the Kirita and Davian, Davian and Liao, Liao and Republic of the Sphere, Wolves and Falcons, Wolves and Sphere, Falcons and Sphere, Lyran Commonwealth trying to figure out how to get the Falcons out, uh, Merrick trying to figure out what to do with the Wolves. <laughs> Does there's, anyone else? There's a lot going on. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have an end for quite a few years. I don't think you should. Does anyone find it ironic that it's almost 100 years to the date that the clans invaded the first time? <laughs> oh. Plans <laughs> within plans. <laughs> I mean, 3151? A day after 3150? Or 3050? Yeah, after. whatever. Either but, way, here's the deal. I don't care. The goons are fucking kicking ass again. That's all that matters. That's <laughs> all that matters, boys. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just, uh, I can't thank Blaine enough for this book. It's, yeah. it's, it was, it was, it was, it was a awesome. very much needed, yes, novel, and he set the bar. Yeah. In we haven't had a novel in a while. And he he hit a 450 yard home run on this one. Yeah, he set the bar. He I, it's the hook that's going to get everybody to come back. Um, yeah, it's by far one of my favorite books that I've read. the The whole dichotomy of Trent and Paul, and the conflict that they had to start with, and the understanding that they came to with each other at the end. Um, one of the best yeah. books, one of the best battle tech books I've read. Yep, Schmetzer, looking at you, buddy. Get your shit together. Yeah, you 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 were running pretty hot there for a while, and you, you kind of <laughs> faded off for me a little bit. God damn it! <laughs> you better sharpen your pencil, buddy. <laughs> Here we um, go, brazen. Jeez. <laughs> okay, funny. I think. What do you think, Matt? I think that says enough. It's an hour forty minutes. I think that's pretty good. May I get any tidbits? I have no tidbits. All the all no, I know is I'm, I, a, I'm excited to move forward, guys. I'm I am too. I'm looking really forward to what we've got going on with WNRP. I'm looking forward to Gen Con. I'm looking forward to the face to face with people. Um, I'm really looking forward to rolling dice. 
I'm looking forward to seeing people, so. brother brother Andrew photo. <laughs> oh, that might be up tomorrow. Oh might no, tomorrow. <laughs> might be up tomorrow. Oh no. We'll we'll do a poll on what Andrew's new uh, call sign should be. No, we're not doing a fucking <laughs> poll. You guys just that that could get ugly quick. <laughs> well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We uh, we're gonna sign off tonight. Um, you can definitely reach us at uh, WNRP at WolfsDragoons.com, and you can be on our Facebook page. Always add yourself if you haven't. Read some, listen to some of the old uh, podcasts. And just remember, the first six podcasts that we had, we were working out sound issues. Start at six. <laughs> Start at six, and then if you like it enough, go back and listen to the first then, then go back and listen. But <laughs> no, and we also acknowledge they're not great. And audio wise, definitely audio wise, the information is very good. Audio sucks. So good night and have a pleasant tomorrow. Oh, oh. my Andrew, woof. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>